Okay, good evening, Abaisai. The learning of tonight is sponsored by Michal and Abdavid Hali, Le'ili Nishmas, Isha Tzipayra Bas, Rabgesh Nalyol, whose Shleshim is Bez Hashem this coming week. And the learning of tonight should be a schus for Neshama, schus a learning of Neshama should have an Aliyah. The learning of tonight should also be a schus for Shleimah from Yambayel Bas Nechama, Besay Shachel Yisrael. Okay, so we started last week the Shiraz Chana, and this week, I hope as Hashem to finish Shiraz Chana, and then as Hashem next week, we'll move on to the continuation of the story. So we spoke last week a lot about, not last week, but last time we had the Shira, we spoke a lot about the Indian of Shira, what the idea of Shira is, whether it's a Tefillah, Lashon of Tefillah, a Spal Chana, but this week we'll get more to the main meat of the Shir of Chana. So just I'll read the Pesukim again from the beginning. My heart is joyous because Yeshua came directly from Hashem. My pride is uplifted. She can now raise her head high. She no longer has to be ashamed. And it's also Hashem. And now I'm able to answer back to my enemies, those who mocked me. And it's because I rejoice in the Yeshua of Hashem. And the, the thing that's so clear and is boiled from this Shira and her thanksgiving is that her thanks is not just thanks that she had a child. It's thanks that the Yeshua came from Hashem. Every step of the way, she not only recognized it comes from Hashem, her simcha is magnified because it's a Yeshua from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And then she continues to begin to praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We discussed last week that this is Keneged, the brachas rishonis of Shimon Esrei, as I'll say, that she set up her tefillah a little bit in the say Shimon Esrei. We start with praise to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So, Ein Kadosh Kashem Kein Boltecha. There's no one who's Kadosh Kashem. There's no, not just the Ein Kadosh Kashem. There is nothing but Hashem. The Ein Sur Kelikenu. Discuss Ein Sire Kelikenu. There's no artist. The, ma- the majesty of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's Bria, his creation. And then, after describing the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, she turns to her tormentor, to Penina, and all those who mocked her. And really, this is a message, and it goes way beyond her own personal experiences. And this is a message to all of us, don't speak with haughtiness, don't let harsh words come out of your mouth. Ki keldeis Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu understands what's going on, really going behind your, in your thoughts and your thought process and what's really behind everything you're saying. Kloi niskinu alilois and HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows your plans, He knows all your ideas, and therefore you have to be very careful how you speak. And then we move on to the, really, the, the mid part of the Shira, where she now describes and really the focus of, of the rest of the Shira till the very last Pasuk of the Shira, and according to some Rishayim, the last Pasuk of the Shira, it's not that many Pesukim, it's only 10 Pesukim long, we're already up to Pasuk Dalit. She now focuses on the concept that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's ability to uplift those that are low down and lower those that are high up, and the tremendous changes that can happen instantaneously when HaKadosh Baruch Hu decides it. There was there's a story. Someone once came to the Chavetz Chaim. He told the Chavetz Chaim that you know he is aware that I think it was before Yom Niron that you're supposed to feel 
every year that you're starting with nothing, and that Kaddish Baruch will take it all away from you. But you know, it's very hard for him to feel that way. He's fabulously wealthy. He's diversified. He has property. He has forests. He has investments. He has whatever happens. You know, if, if he loses here, then his you know his his hedge, his, his money will go up over there. He doesn't see how he can lose his parnasa. So Chavetz Chaim tells him, but but that Hakadosh Baruch Hu take you away from your money that you do believe. So, so, so don't so don't doubt that Hakadosh Baruch Hu take your money away from you either. And the 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 importance of appreciating, and this is really what the Shir is all about, is that everything that we have and we think we have and we earned and we deserved and we worked hard for, it really none of it's from us. It's all Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that's really going to be the focus of the rest of the Shir. So the Keshes Gibayim Chatim refers to the bow of the mighty. Chatim, all the Rishayim understands the Lashon of destroyed. But the Redak points out it doesn't mean that the bow is what's destroyed. Because the bow is, then it should have said, the Redak says that if it was going on the bow, it should have said, Chato. Chatim is going on the person, that the Giber, the Giber who has the Keshes, he has this mighty bow, which is a sign. Only a Giber can have a Keshes, right? If you take, you know, today you have a gun, anybody can shoot a gun. But if you had a bow and arrow, you had to be extremely powerful to pull back the, 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 tor- the power took to pull back the bowstring. It was a sign of a tremendous Giber. And HaKadosh Baruch who great, breaks those Giberim, those Giberim who think that they have no danger, they stand far away and they shoot their missiles long distance, HaKadosh Baruch Hu destroys them. And it's interesting, the Koyach of a Keshes is something that Chazal, the Torah really uses to compare to Tefillah. Keshes, Yaakov Avinu, says about Asher Shechem Echod Alachecha, he gave Yosef, Asher Lekachti Me'amori Becharbi Ubekashti. Tzalusi v'usi, Chazal say, Targum. And tefillah is a keshes, because the tefillah is kefi, how much koyach you put into it, that's how much koyach the tefillah has. And that's the Indian over here of the keshes gibayim, this, 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 it's the giber that's represented by the koyach of the keshes. He has this tremendous power that he puts in. HaKadosh Baruch Hu destroys that also. And the over Avera, Sorry, Nechsholem. And that, um, sorry, look at it this week, look at this last time. Um, and, the, and he takes away, and Matsudas teaches that it's Milosh and Mikshol, it's a weakness, that the weak ones, Ozruchayel, they're now going to become strong. And the Kodesh and so the contrast is going to be, all the next Pesukim is going to be a contrast. The Keshes, Giboim, the Giber, is weakened, Vinachsholem, Ozruchayel, and the ones that are Nichshol, they're weak, HaKadosh Baruch gives them tremendous strength. Sveim, Balechem, Niskaru, the hungry ones, I'm sorry, the, 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 the satiated ones, Balechem, Niskaru, they have to hire themselves out just for simple food, and those that are hungry, hungry, so they now are satiated, they're, they're full, and they won't, no longer need to search for food. And who is this referring to? Who is the... So who is the... 
this refers to the, 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 the difference over here. You have the people, you know, we have the people that are at the top of the world. Everyone's, everyone's working for them. And we're saying that they're, so they in Belechem they're going to hire themselves out, not just to make a parnas, for, for bread to eat. There are even Chadeil and those that are hungry, they are now satiated. And Adakara Yolda Shiva, the one who was previously an Akara, she was without any children, she was barren. The Rabbis Bonim Umlula and the Rabbis Bonim and the one who had many children, Umlola, she's now bereft of children. Now, who is this referring to? This obviously referring to Chana and Penina. Chana was the Akara, and she now has seven children. And the Rabbis Bonim is Penina, Umlola, she's now bereft of children. She's seven children at this point? Oh. Now the question is, is that the Pesukim later tell us that she didn't have seven children. Oh. So this is a major kasha. All the mafarshim are bothered, and they discuss that Sarash over here says that Chani Yolda Shiva Shenemar Ki Poket Hashem Aschana V'Tahar V'Teilad Sholish Bon Mishnei Bonus. So Chana had three sons and two daughters, which is five. Ukshechana Yeledes Achas Penina Kever Shnaim. Every time Chana had a child, Penina lost two. We had earlier, she had ten sons. Which means that by the time Chanan had four children, Penina already buried eight, and she only had two children left. When she was about to have her fifth child, Penina came to her crying. She was she begged Chanan to have Rachmanus for her. And since Chana listened and she was mispal for Penina, so therefore, v'nikur al shema, it's considered she had seven children. Even though the Paschal's Befeish only had five children, it's considered she had seven children because the last two of Penina's children were actually in her schos. The only reason they survived is b'schos her. This, this, this medrash, is, it's, it's a frightening thought that Penina was sought, was punished with, she lost ten children, seven children, eight children because of Shepherding Chana. But what, what, what I find very frightening about it, if you think about it, poor Elkanah. What, what Elkanah Nebuch, he had 10 children, and he had a wife who he tried to mechazek her, and he ends up losing most of his family. He ends up with less children than he started out with. So we think of a grace of Simcha for Chana, but Elkanah lost, lost more children than he had. And Mepharshim say that the reason he was, he was, why was he punished so terribly? For not being moich and his wife and being mitzayer chana, and mistama chana didn't want her husband to be in avela so many times for losing children, and despite that, it's not that she wanted it. It's the tremendous koyach of a person who's mitzayer someone else and a person who has the ability to stop it and doesn't do it, and the, the terrible, terrible einish. It's, it's, it's just you think about it, it's a tremendous simcha every time, and mamish every time her husband is having a child, he's losing two other children. Two children ready for long for you know older children. Ter- terrible tzara. All comes from the from Einos Tavarim, the Kayach Einos Tavarim. Pasuk continues, Hashem Meimisu Mechaya. Hashem, and again over here we have the contrast. We have Meimisu Mechaya, Kolish Baruch who can kill or bring life. Meirid Sheoil, Viol, Kolish Baruch who can bring all the way down to Gehenim, bring people back up, and. We bedafka put the mamus first. Every all along the way, we have the cash of gibayim chatan. Hakadosh Baruch destroys the gibayim, and then he gives strength to the weak ones. The full ones become have to hire themselves out for bread. 
the, the, except for the Akkara, the Akkara Yol the Shiva, where she's talking about herself, she puts that first, but again, she goes back, Memus and Mechaya, she says the negative, and then the Kodesh Baruch Hu's Koyach, Mechaya Mason. And really what's unique, we say every, every day when we daven, so we mention, we say in, in, in Shemun Esrei, we, sh- we say that <clears throat> that the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you know, a lot of kings could be Mechaya, maybe they can save people and they can kill people, but to be Mamis and then be Mechaya, people after being, made, being killing them and bring them back up in Amisa, undo the natural order, the Teva, this is the greatness only HaKadosh Baruch Hu can undo the ultimate Misa, that's HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Mamis and Mechaya. And Meir Yishaol, the Yol, again, Kipshuta, you're just bringing out the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu or in, in being able to Mechaya Mason. But The Minchikitana says that even the Misa itself is a chelik of the Chesed Hashem. Namal, you'd think, you would think, we look at these Psukim, it's Din, balance with Rachman. First the Din, then the Rachman. But the Minchikitana says that even the Misa and the punishments, all of that is really Rachman also. Because if not for that, a person would suffer in Gehenim and a person would never have a chance. So really, the fact that a Kodesh Baruch Hu was Mamis and Mechaya, that's what allows that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is married Sha'al the Yal. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because a person suffers Ainshim in this world, so even a person has to go to Gehenim, but he's the Yal, there's, there's hope, there's a tikva for a person to come out, a person to maybe not even have to go to Gehenim. So the, the punishments in the first Chalik of the Psukim is also an Indian of Rachim. The Gemara here says something very interesting, the Pasuk, married Sha'al the Yal. The Gemara says that Chana was being mispowled for a very, very specific person over here. She was mispowled for who? She was mispowled for the Elta Elta Zayda Kayach. Kayach, we know that Shmuel Anavi was from the descendants of Kayach. He was from Bnei Kayach. And Chazal say, Rashi means in Chumash, that what caused Kayach to make this mistake of Going Kenegim Moshe Rabbeinu, Chazal say, because he saw Baruch Hakodesh that he's going to have coming out of him these tremendous, this tremendous son Shmuel Anavi is Shakul Kamoishav Aaron, so he was sure that he was he was sure that because of this he's assured he's right and he can take on Moshe Rabbeinu. Lamaisa, what happened? Hu and all everything that he had Chaim Shail. And over here, Chana was being mispowled. Married Sha'al the Yal is referring to Kayach. Rebeleza says that, Rishua says that, Adas Kayach ain't asidu alis. I'm sorry, that's different. Rebbe Rebeleza, Eimra Aleim, Ho Eimra Hashem, Mamis, and Mechai, married Sha'al the Yal. That she was mispowled, Amin is spowled Aleim, Al Adas Kayach, Rishul Benachman Omar. Moshe Nespaal Aleim, Rabbi Levi, Omer Chan Nespaal Aleim. No, it was Chan who was Nespaal for them. Now, why was Chan Nespaal Dafke for Kayach right now? So I saw Mordechai Gazach from the Masha that the reason that she was Nespaal Dafke for Kayach 
was because she felt responsible for Kairach's punishment. She saw that why did Kairach end up in Gehenim? Because Kairach saw this tremendous offspring that's coming out from him. Why did she, Kairach have such a tremendous child? It wasn't because of him. It was because of the tefillah of Hannah. So now this moment when she's coming to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that her tefillah was able to literally overturn the whole world, all these mishalom she's giving of overturning the worst din and bringing greatest rachamim. So she realizes that by doing this and bringing this special child in the world, she had caused inadvertently that thousand, hundreds of years earlier that the Zayda Kairach ended up in Gehenim. So she felt responsible to Nespaal for him. Pasa continues. There's also this very interesting. Uh, the Rizal says that that Sadik Atama Yifrach is Sefer Tevis Kairach. The loss of Lovei Kairach will be the Kohen Gadol. Whatever exactly that means. Hashem Meirish Umaashir Mashbel Af Mereim. Makalish Baruchu is makes people poor, makes people rich. What? Baruch's going to be the Kohen Gadol. That's the results. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not uh, I don't take responsibility for results. So Hashem Meirish Miloshin. Hashem makes people poor. Umasher makes people rich. Mash belaf Miraimim. He lowers and he raises up again. Sad din and then Sad Rachamim. And the Rabag says that we have to learn from here that the tev of the world. This is not just something an einish schar. The tev of the world is that people's fortunes go up and down. No one has to galgalachayzivayilam. No one stays rich forever, and we have to remember that that not to get haughty when we are up because the tev advarim is that the galgalachayzivayilam, and that's the seida habriya. This is not a nace. The seida habriya is Hashem is is Hashem meirishu ma'ashir. He makes people rich, poor, makes them rich. Mashvalaf meirim. Make him may offer doll may ashbis yarm evyen. Hakalish Baruch Hu picks up from the offer the doll and even greater pelvel that Hakalish Baruch Hu does, and that's a poor person sits in the ground. An evyen, right? You know, the poorest levels in evyen may ashbis. He's sitting in the garbage dump. Yarm evyen. He lifts up the evyen, and not only does he lift him up and take him back to normal society. No, lahayshivim the divim. He's lifted up to be together with the nadivim. The kisei kavod yanchileim hizoicha to the kisei kavod kila Hashem etzuke aretz v'yoshes aleim table. Why is it that a person can have this tremendous switch from being the evyin in the ashva, the lowest of the low, to be sitting kisei kavod yanchileim within the dive, within the divim? So the reason is because Hashem etzuke aretz v'yoshes aleim table. We have to remember that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the one who set up the whole world. My Kolish Baruch has a plan for the world, and everything that goes on is Beshkoch al and it's not Kafi, our Gvura, our Chachma. What is it? So the Malbim understands that the Pasik continues. The Malbim says that what's the next Pasik? You know why Kolish Baruch Hu takes people who are in the Ashba and lifts them up, and the other way around lowers people? Because Ragle Chasid of Yishmar. Since HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world, and he takes care of the tzaddikim, and he lowers Rishon, eventually, ultimately, the, Risho, the tzaddikim will be zaycha to this Yorim, Me'ashbeis Yorim Evyon, and Kisei Kovid Yanchilein, and Adar what happens to the Rishon? So Ragli Chasid Yishma HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes care of those 
that are the Hasidim and who believe in Ashkoch Hashem, the Rishoim and the Rishoim, the Choyshech Yidmu, they go in darkness, they don't realize that everything's really up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And they don't realize that it's that, that really nothing has to do with the kaykh of a person. People think that we control everything, and therefore we're surprised and we see how is it that this person goes from the bottom to being the top, and the top to the bottom. But that comes from a person, person who's bumbling around in the darkness. And in their mind's eye, it's all about my kayach and my abilities. So then it's shocking to see a person should overnight become a gvir. A person in the gvir should overnight become poor. But if a person appreciates that it's all HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu set up the world, and he set up the world with this plan of Ragli Chasid of Yishmar, so then it's not shocking or surprising to him at all. The, that's how the Malmo understands. There's different, there's different the Minchikitana understands that Ragli Chasid of Yishmar refers, and it's really the Chazal understands it this way, it refers to the fact of and continuing in his understanding that this whole shir is talking about rachanim and even the chalakim of din, rachanim, and he understands that ragli chasid of yishmar is that Akalish Bohu protects tzaddikim from averis. That even tzaddikim only are able to be in the gaver and the siyanis because ragli chasid of yishmar. That kiloi kiloi bar ish is not going in the Russia. Not going in the Rosh who thinks that he can do whatever he wants. Kiloi B'Kayach Yigbar Ish is referring to a tzaddik. That a tzaddik thinks that he becomes a giber against his Yetzer and he's able to misgaber B'Yitzray because of his Gevura. It's also a mistake. It's all because Ragli Chasid of Yishmar. And Chazal here tell us, which is appropriate for a week of theory of B'chan Kanievsky's Tzal, that the who is so, Chazal say that this is referring to the Mitsuke Aretz, the pillars of the world that the world is supported on, refers to Tzadikim. Omar B'chibar Abba, Omar B'yechanan, Ruach Kaddish Baruch Hu, She Tzadikim Uatim, there's going to be very few Tzadikim from the beginning of the world until the end. So, Omar V'shosam B'chol Dovah Dovah Kaddish Baruch Hu, spread them throughout the generations. Shenema Kilashem Mitsuke Aretz, Yosh Tzalem Tevel. HaKaddish Baruch Hu, saw these pillars to the world, and Yosha Salem Tevel, who he supported the whole world on, is these tzaddikim, they spread out throughout the world. And who are the tzaddikim that support the whole world? So Chazal say on Ragli Chasidim Yishmar, so Chazal say that this refers specifically to the Kayach So on the passage, The whole schus scheme of the world is because of the oiske referring to the Now, what's the last pasuk of the Shira? So the Shira concludes, Hashem yichatu merivav olav b'shemayim yireim Hashem yodin afsei oretz v'yitain oiz l'malkai v'yarm karen l'meshichai So there's, Machalik is how to understand this 
Pasik. The Redak understands that this is really still a continuation of the praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem Yichotim Rivov, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to destroy Yechotum Rivov, the ones who fight with the Tzaddiks. It's a continuation of Ragli Chatzidim Yishmar, and Hashem will even get involved in the fight and destroy their enemies. And all of the Shemayim, Yireim HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Shemayim will come and fight against them. Yodan Asay Oretz will judge the corners of the world. And that's judge all those that start up with the tzaddik, and then he finishes off with one little nevuah. Vitin oiz lemalka gives strength to the melech. The arm kerem mishichai. That's not necessarily part of the praise. That's how the redakler is the pasuk. <coughs> Malbim understands that this pasuk is a tefil. So everything until now was praise. We started off with the greatness of Kolish Baruch Hu. The whole middle of the Shira was praised by Kalish Baruch, who's ultimate hashkoch in every detail of the world, and how in one second he can take the greatest Ashir, make him the greatest Ani, make the greatest Mushbul into the great highest person. And now finally, after the after all the praise by Kalish Baruch, who comes her personal bakasha. She's in Spal for Shmuel. What does she say? She says, Hashem Yechotim Rivai. Hashem should destroy the enemies of Shmuel. She's all everything now is about Shmuel. Who is the enemy of Shmuel? The Pelishtim. Shmuel is going to be the Shaifid. He's going to fight against the Pelishtim. Shmuel fights against the Pelishtim in the most unique fashion. There's no battle. Shmuel goes and he shechs the carbon. And Akalash Baruch brings Kailos and chases the Pelishtim away. There's no war at all. And that's the next Pasik. He says, Bashemayim Yiring, that Akalash Baruch should chase them from Shemayim. That the Ace Nuchim the Pelishtim, when Shmuel fights with the Pelishtim, so Hashem came with a kill, Godlum and a Shemayim, scared them away. And then Hashem, Yod and Afsay Oretz, she's saying Hashem, she's Mavakish, that Shmuel should be Yod and Afsay Oretz, she should be the Shaifet and judge Klal And not only that, Vitein Oyez Lamalka, he should give strength to the Melech that will appoint. And that will be the first Melech, Shol. But then the Yorim Kerem Meshichai, the king that he anoints with the Kerem, that's going to be Yaren Kerem Meshicha, that's Dabr Amelch, and his Malchus will ask, last, La'ilam ul'olme elam. I think we'll stop over here, just, it's Kedai, take a look, if you have a minute. The Goyin learns this whole Shira as a Nevuah, starting from the Briya Ilam. He learns that Olat, from Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, straight through all the Dairis until the final end of the Shira, refers to Melch Mashiach, and goes through Mamash throughout the history of Kali Yisrael, Beautiful Ramazan from every Pasik. We don't have time to go through it at all. But we'll stop over here in Bas Hashem next week. We'll pick up again with the story. Shkech.